Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode number 35, DUI while self-driving. This should be fun. Let's jump into the quickie. Recently, I read an article about Ford Motor Company is going 100% online for EV sales. And I thought this was interesting because I've heard many stories from individuals purchasing EVs recently. And I've also followed lots of YouTubers um, that cover EV stories as well as individuals in my family um, who's also experienced, you know, purchasing EVs. And I've always heard that it's been a bit of an issue with dealership markups. You know, the price online is one thing. You get to the dealership and then there is additional items that they want you to pay for um, that's not necessarily covered or was, you know, a cost that you didn't prepare for, essentially. And so, again, these horror stories I've heard from individuals where it's it's like an EV tax, if you will, has been added to their, um, their, their bottom line. And sometimes folks, you know, decide that I don't want to deal with that. You know, why am I being charged for something that, that, that wasn't advertised? And so Ford, parent company, has decided um, in the near future that they're going to go to 100% online for EV sales, which is pretty neat. It's almost like it could cut out the middleman. But, I mean, obviously Ford is not going to sell the cars directly. They're going to be selling them through their partnering um, dealerships. And so I'm assuming they made lots of agreements there with the dealerships on the cost is what it is. Once a person purchases, once a person purchase an an EV online through Ford, you know, it probably will find that particular um, vehicle in the nearest location to the individual and that individual can purchase the vehicle. Um, I do see this as a big shift from a traditional, you know, car dealership. And I think I applaud applaud, um, Ford for doing this. Several companies have already been doing online car sales like Carvana and uh, I believe CarMax also does it, and obviously Tesla does it, um, Rivian does it, as well as all of the other Lucid and other EV startup companies. And I think the traditional car companies are going to catch on that it's a lot easier to just sell a product directly to the consumer, um, and you could cut out the middleman, but also that that put in jeopardy jobs. So, you know, it's a it's a different world, and as technology evolves and we continue to evolve with you know, new industries, if you will, I think it's going to be very important that people remain agile, which I know, I feel like in human nature, humans just like things to just remain the way it is because they're afraid of change. I'm not one of those people, but I I can see where folks really try to avoid change, but then you get lost and you get left behind. So, you know, I, I see the writing on the wall and I hope these individuals also see the writing stay ahead and try to avoid getting left behind. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So guess what, guys? I got a guest returning to the podcast. Yo, yo, it's Brian. Yeah, Brian's returning back to the podcast. And so we're going to talk about a really good topic today. Drinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually are drinking right now. What are you drinking? Uh, let's see. It's uh, it's called Omegang. It's a Hennepin Farmhouse 
saison ale with spices. That's a lot. So yeah, it's a beer. Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it got nice. spices in it. It's got some flavor to it too. Wow, and I'm drinking. If you guys can hear that, it's a um, pomegranate. Wait, what is it? Ciroc pomegranate vodka mule. And um, it's pretty look. strong, right? It's pretty strong because I pour too much. But it tastes so good. Oh my god! Oh, it tastes so good with the ice melting. Oh, I feel it. All right, so I was was I watching TV or I was doing something where I thought about um I was ha <laughs> there are two movies do I, I'm just gonna jump right into that there was actually two movies that I saw recently yeah one is recent one is not as recent where I thought about um self-driving and you know I love self-driving I love the technology of it I just see the future of it and I just I, the whole idea of self-driving in general think it's outstanding and i'll talk a little bit more about those movies a little bit later but that just started me thinking about duis in general and i've never had one but it is interesting to know you know it happens right i'm not saying it it should and we're not condoning drinking and driving absolutely absolutely not not. we are sitting at home drinking um and absolutely not driving so i would say you know Wait, so Brian, can someone be pulled over while drunk on a scooter? <laughs> I mean, I've heard of people getting pulled over on a bike. Like a bicycle. Intoxic- yeah, a bicycle, yeah, being intoxicated. How do they know they're intoxicated? Is that like uh, a sign? Well, well does, a ve- does a vehicle have to have like a, a motor of some sort? Like, I mean, uh, or can it be of any sort of like something, you know, something that transports you from a to b that's a good question it says driving wow it doesn't say it have to be a vehicle so you're right you are driving a bike technically yeah yeah that's I interesting know. i don't know either but i think it's something we should talk about um but actually i do want to share my experience with dui i have not had any but also driving while intoxicated i i could tell you the story uh it this is i mean I'm pretty sure I was, I've had uh, several drinks many a times while driving. Not to say that's a great thing, but it's happened in my lifetime. Um, but I do recall once, this was years ago, well over 25 years ago, folks, where eh, maybe 20 years ago, where mm-hmm. I was driving in New Orleans, leaving French quarters. And I remember I was having a really good time. And I got in the car and I drove home. And I remember passing the Superdome and I definitely remember falling asleep behind the wheel. No one's ever heard this story, by the way. This is the first time. And I was out. Um, not for long, but I was I was definitely out. Were you parked? I was driving on Interstate 10. So you like zoned out, like just I was done, gone. Lean, leaned over, like I was over almost over the wheel, almost like passed out. And I felt myself like, uh, I guess, sleep or dozing off or or falling to the side. And they startled me and I woke up and I'm now in the next lane. Thankfully, that's all I was in the next lane and not that damn wall that was there. The median wall? No, it was uh, actually like a retaining wall from the New Orleans prison. Uh, (laughs) What a, what an omen they could have been. (laughs) Horrible. And I, I, I just remember at that moment, 
I was like terrified. What the hell has happened? I grabbed the wheel, both hands. I put down all of the windows and I turned the music up and I was like, get home, get home, get home. And I just kept saying it, get home. And I was just like locked into a zone you got to, man. and I got home, but that shit was scary. What? Were there were like any other vehicles around you? I don't know. I, I was asleep. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, you weren't you weren't even checking blind spots. I, I, I didn't. I don't. I don't know anything. Somebody could be in the backseat of my car. I wouldn't even have known. Like I, I was done. Um, I think it was pretty late. Maybe like one or two in the morning. So it wasn't like a lot of vehicles. But it was. It was definitely frightful. What about you? Um, I've done my fair share of drinking and driving. Don't condone it. Learn from experience, you know? It's like... Definitely learn from experience. Drink water. Do what you got to do, man. It's like, there's way too much... There's way too many resources out right. here. Uber. You know, at your dispo- disposal. Like, Lyft. If you, if you got... If you could spend $100 at a bar, hey, man, you can at least, you know, spend half of that on an Uber to get your point A to point B. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like... I don't know, man. It's just it's a, it's a kind of a sensitive subject too, because it's like you know, let's let's be honest. Like to some extent, we still do that to this day. But yeah, I mean, we're yeah. a little bit more cautious, you know. Right. It's like you know, we limit ourselves. But like, I, yeah, I do recall myself back in the day just being pretty reckless. Um, there's not to say a couple of times that you know things could have things could have ended badly. But uh, yeah, we definitely lucked out in many cases. I know I lucked out in yeah. that situation. Um, and I know some people are not as lucky, right? And, and people do get pulled over for DUIs. And, you know, I have, again, I have not had any and I do not plan on having any, but um, I've seen a situation where, you know, the legal fees and, and mm-hmm. you know, definitely if it, if it pertains to like your job and having like a clearance level or, you know, some jobs actually look into that kind of stuff. You yeah. get fired for that. No, absolutely. It's, a, it's definitely like a shows a type of character, you know. It does, yes. I mean, even even with the even in the military, like they don't even accept you if you're you have a DUI, which is yeah, I mean, well, you gotta drive vehicles. Yeah, but then again, here we are, just giving anybody any AR-15s. But that's uh, Woo! that's a subject. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole. Totally that's that's a subject. Hey, it, it not the sidebar, but I can say I look. I'm not one of those people who are like doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna change. Nothing's going to change. It's not that I don't want it to change. Somehow, the rationale, whenever I bring this subject up to gun owners, folks find every other reason to place blame and never focus on the issue right in front of them. They take zero accountability. It's It's crazy. And I don't know what the funny. I guess the question for me is, what is that? Like, maybe I should like start asking the question. I think it's what, denial, right? But what is it specifically that you unwilling to associate with the actual gun? Like, what is something there that people are latched on to and they just, they cannot seem to get past the actual device. They have to have it. Even Elon mentioned something about um, having the gun because if government takes over, you know, or you know, you know, we could have our, our guns to protect ourselves. First of all, w- w- the government is the people. So who's taking over? I, I could go on this yeah, rabbit yeah, hole, yeah, but yeah. people really 
they find rational or irrational, in my opinion, reasons to why we have to continue to keep these guns, which I don't think make any sense. No one should have a, an automatic weapon at all, man. Facts. And I'm a gun owner, FYI, folks. But it's like, I don't need it. And I damn sure don't have it for the reasons folks say mm-hmm. to protect my family. Get the... Okay, that's I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm we, gonna we, we, we go because like we could talk about this because like <laughs> those people down in Texas who had those guns were the last people to go in. So is that fun? It's not. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this stupid. All right, we're going right. Back, you're going right. Back, All right. So guys. okay, guys, we digress. <laughs> Sorry, that tangent was real. Um, but you know, sometimes you gotta let it out, right? But the topic came up about like riding a bike or a, uh, a scooter, and I'm and I started thinking as we discussed a minute ago the vehicle or it's not a vehicle it's just driving right and you can't be pulled over by i mean you could be pulled over being intoxicated just by walking to be honest and you can also get a dui or dwi just by having the car in the ignition or having the keys to the car within distance yeah that's right so that's 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 true and i don't know if people know about that and and so then it brings up the question well could you be pulled over can police arrest you for dui while driving your car, if your car is self-driving, I feel like there's like a loophole, you know, with smart cars. Like, let's say if you technically, you could probably have your keys of your Tesla in the trunk, and it will still operate, right? Because there's no key. Is that those keyless entry? So how do there's you, no key? Oh, there's a phone, right? Yeah, your phone. There's a there's a credit card type of key you could just tap, and that's like a key. I see. And I don't think there's a you know. Precedence yeah, obviously the laws the yeah, laws so. are a little bit late i think when it comes to this but i would like to know you know maybe we should open this up to um the public and have oh i have a friend i can't call him right now i'm gonna ask him next week <laughs> he's a police officer in dallas yeah and i should really ask him this question like i should ask him this question before this why was i not thinking about that but you know maybe uh we, we come back to this guys i'll post it on my instagram page the question and i'll give you his answer no. what he says so um I love this topic as you know cuz I love self driving and I just did I just literally had two road trips and it was fun. Do you, wait, do you have the self driving feature? I have the advanced autopilot feature. Okay. Which the difference is I have hardware 2.5. I know that's nerd talk. People don't know what the hell mm-hmm, that means. Mm-hmm. Um but hardware 2.5 essentially is it drives takes exits yeah. on ramp and can even get you close to you know it won't it won't turn it just won't turn it'll turn on a highway or interstate but if there's like a stop sign or so, red light so long stretches of long stretches highway yeah. driving it can handle that very well but if you're doing like city driving stop yeah. signs a lot of lights and stuff like that it, yield signs it would not recognize those at all However, hardware 3.0, which is all the new Teslas now, they have that feature built in. Right. I would have to pay for an upgrade to Yeah, how much computer. is that upgrade? Oh, I did look this up. It was it was less than two thousand. What? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Because I already have most of the equipment uh, okay, with okay. the two point five. Yeah, yeah. So and I also pay for advanced autopilot. Yeah. So yeah. enhanced autopilot. So it's there, but the newer ones that's coming out when the Cybertruck comes out is gonna be hardware four and that's gonna do a lot more and we'll jump into that in a different episode but this is a good segue to be honest with you because um 
when I think about like self-driving, I knew about like two of them, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was actually six levels. And I'll break it down real quickly. So level zero, obviously there's no automation at all. You're man- manually driving the vehicle and that's like kind of normal, most cars, right? Yep. Level one is driver assistance. And I think most cars probably do have some level of level one in them. That's like cruise control, um, mm-hmm. like the lowest mm-hmm. form. I, I'm not all cars, but I think most cars have that feature as a standard. At the very least, yeah. 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 So most cars are like level one um, type automation. Level two is partial, partial driving automation. This is where the vehicle can both steer and accelerate. That's what my car does. So self, Tesla self-driving, I think even Cadillac Super Cruise are the only cars in the United States at level two at the moment. Um, and like I explained to you, level two is pretty awesome. There are some things that it obviously gets wonky on. Um, my car definitely recognized when we're in the construction zone, yeah. it alert you on the screen construction zone detected. It's pretty sweet, pretty awesome. Um, it gets weird on interstates, especially when on ramps is coming on and you're yeah. riding in the right lane. I avoid that because it sees that lane and it wants to position the car in the middle of that lane right that's good in theory until another motherfucking car is coming onto the on-ramp and now the car is like wonky itself and trying to decide do i slow down do i stay in this lane do i accelerate like what do i do i'm confused as hell i mean i want our computers just as bad as merging as <laughs> humans like <laughs> no to be fair i think my tesla is pretty freaking awesome Efficient. yeah yeah it's pretty, it's, it's pretty it's pretty good in fact i'm happy you brought that up i actually went to new york last well this week last week and went to east harlem no actually it was in west harlem so the upper west side as they would call it or north of the upper west side and it was a steep ass hill like one of those san francisco seattle yeah, type yeah, hills yeah. and i was Begin, you know, I saw a car coming out. I was like, oh, perfect. We're on like a half block from my buddy's uh, condo. I could just zoom on into the spot and leave my car here. Well, here's the deal. I came out to the spot without hitting brakes at all. The car paused itself. Your car? Did not move. Perfect. Wow. I hit the, the accelerator a little bit. It put the car a little bit in the spot. As soon as I took my foot off the accelerator, car stopped. I didn't touch the brakes at all. The car literally held. It's like it was creeping its way because it recognized where it was located. I was like mind blown how this car literally helped save my rims <laughs> because you know it. You're not just backing in after a slam on your brakes. The car is actually protecting itself for sure, and that's what I kind of like about it. Um, so that's kind of sort of like the level two a little bit more there. You know. Um, so how does Tesla's how does Tesla's drive in in the graveyard? I saw something on TikTok that it kind of detected like <laughs> what? So dead bodies. Was they new? I don't know, man. I saw it on TikTok, so I don't know how, how real this is. Right. I we actually watched the documentary on Netflix recently, and it was talking about Teslas and accidents, and all of them was from 2015, 2016. I was like, why are they using this old ass footage? <laughs> These cars have clearly improved over time. Hell, when I were they a problem in the beginning? Yes, they were. Sure. Um, Granted, I also don't like that Tesla calls it autopilot. Mm-hmm. I think the name is insanely is full self-driving. The names are legit misleading. They need to call it something else. 
Um, because it just tells people it's not full self-driving right now. Right. Again, I just said that we're on level two automation and there are three more levels to go. I feel like you gotta keep it vague for like the audience because you do. You know what I'm saying? But also is great marketing. And I think that helps sell the cars too. So it's almost like that catch two 2020. You 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 market it to be something, you got the hype on YouTube right. and, and a culture type of hype behind it. But then it could lead some people who are not aware. Like I was fully aware of what I was purchasing and why I was purchasing right, it. Right. I was fully, I watched so many videos. Like I was, I was fully educated on what I was getting myself into. I don't think everyone is like that. Some people just see a car that they want, they like the way it look and they buy it. And that's it. Right. Like you do no research on this car. Just but but there are people like that. Oh, yeah, man. People got enough money to just be like, all right, let me. I want this car. Hell, people don't even think about that much detail when they go vote. Let me stop. Another tough. No, mm -hmm. Let me stop. <laughs> all right. So level three um, is a major step up from level two. So essentially, it can handle environmental detection and capable of making informed decisions. The car is capable of making informed decisions. So I know that the Audi A8 is capable, but the U.S. laws obviously prohibits because our laws always lag behind so it's only legal right now in germany so the audi can actually do level three um automation or automate autonomous driving is what they really call it and so level four is high driving automation the vehicle can intervene without human intervention that's kind of like a double, four. double entendre right so you don't even need a human to be in a car it's like you could be high while driving. Well, you could be right. drunk while driving. Right, right. So, <laughs> um, and then the last one, level five, full full driving automation. The vehicle has no steering wheel or acceleration pedals. They can just freely navigate on, on some Justin shit. Facts. So, speaking of that, that so, um, have you seen the movie Christine? I have not. Damn. This is not gonna be fun. I know. You ever heard about the? You you probably heard about the movie. This is really old, by the way. I think it's from the seventies or eighties. Before my time. No, it's not. Um, this is where the car kills people. No one's driving it. The car is called Christine, and she's killing people. So I'm sure. I'm, I'm assuming this has to do with some sort of artificial intelligence that's built within the car. There, there you go. Right. Right. The car was possessed. What kind of? This is like some like sick iRobot car flick. Speaking of iRobot, um, I think AI changed, you know, for the record, it changed a lot of things, how people perceive cars. You know, when, when folks find out that I have an electric car, the first thing they tell me is, you know, the Russians can hack into your car and take over your car. What? <laughs> Using my response. What? What are you talking about? Um, if somebody want to hack into my car, didn't hack it. I don't. What, 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 what's going to happen with it? What, what do you uh, take the brakes away? I can use my feet. You know, like it's it's not that the vehicle becomes inoperable, right? You can right. still maintain control of yeah, the vehicle. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's, like, yeah, there's a manual aspect that you still engage. You know, correct, right, right. folks. Don't be so afraid to adopt to change in technology. It's not horrible. Um, so. The movies I want to bring up because I think it's very relevant to this topic is the movie Artificial Intelligence. Um, one of my coworkers actually talked about it at work and she 
she mentioned it to me and i was like what so i looked at the movie and the movie is a tesla model x and the car pretty much is just a, a vessel for ai yeah. that think human is the, the human nature is corrupt and that we may not deserve to live and so the car used one of the, 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 the um I, I, I don't want to get her name wrong um but the main character they pretty much use her and and they pretty much changed her life the car bought her a house got her a job put money in her account because the car was all linked to the ai and, and it was just used as a vessel okay. got her an okay. assistant decorated her home like it was like a whole bunch of things happening she's like why is this happening well i want to you know the car really wanted to know about like is human is humanity worth saving and they use her as that test subject if you will sure it's pretty neat um that the car would do all kind of weird little things like take her on dates and it was just uh, the car was outstanding and then sometimes because the the car wanted her to wanted to experience love and see what that was like between humans um as the car was influenced her to go back to her ex to date her ex <laughs> um would drive off leave her there to force her to go in the house and talk to him like it was just like crazy shit like that um so i thought that was pretty interesting how it wasn't necessarily about dui but it's definitely about like self-driving because the car will pick uh, yeah, her up yeah. and do a bunch of different things and i honestly that's what i think when we talk about these robo taxis mm -hmm. that's what people are talking about and so the second movie i saw recently this weekend swan song that really in embodied the level five self-driving everywhere the main character went in that movie he was picked up in this Oh, it was weird because there was no front or back to the vehicle. It was like a little pod. It was like a pod. That's correct. But it was sloped on both sides. So you couldn't tell if it was a front or okay. back, but it was yeah, definitely yeah, like yeah. a pod. There was, again, no steering wheel, no pedals. It was just like a, a bench seating a, along the perimeter on all sides, except for the side with the door. Yeah, yeah. And it would pick him up, drive off. There was no one in there. There was no navigation in there. There's nothing to talk to. Obviously, all that stuff was either done through reservation. So it was done either through an app or through an online reservation that the whoever could set it up. You could have some, you could send a car to someone to pick someone up, as we talk about with DUI, or you know, someone who is a little drunk and they somehow stumbled upon the right. app in their phone and ordered themselves a car to go home. Or maybe just talk to it on your phone or your watch and say, hey, order me a car service through blah, blah, blah. And you know, I'm yeah, sure that yeah, in the yeah, future, yeah. these kind of technologies will exist. But I thought that was really, really interesting um, in those movies on how they push the envelope. And I, I see it. I think, you know, based on the laws in the countries, I can see this in the next 10 to 15 years happening. I feel like, you know, just the way like Uber, there's so many different risks, you know, that kind of apply to like Ubers and Lyfts when it comes to, you know, certain drivers or you know people just uh, impersonating you know certain lifts you know there's a oh, dangerous side to it yeah you know that's true like um but in this one so, like oh you're saying maybe like there's someone can send a car to someone no well like I, i've heard of people like you know um let's say you're on u street like oh yeah mm -hmm. are, are you like did you order a lift 
they just keep it vague as possible. Oh, gotcha. And, and they, they just, just jump in the car without. Jump in the car, like, oh yeah, that's me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, saying, like, I don't do that. If I'm always looking at the license plate number, right? And I'm always calling a person. I said, "Who you picking up?" And I stay and I wait. That's before I even open the door. I mean, I open the door. I'm sorry, but that's before I get in the car. Um, if it's not me, oh, I'm sorry. I, it's not the right vehicle, whatever the case is. But you got to, you got to do it. I, I mean, mean, you got to be woke. Look, there was a, another movie that talked that that was like that. Antebellum, I believe it was, where the young lady wasn't paying attention. She just jumped in an Uber, and next thing you know, she's on a slave plantation. <laughs> it was insane. A uh, good movie, but insane. Um, so, all right, guys. So the, the topic really came up because I was reading an article about what happens when a cop pull over a driverless cruise vehicle. It was literally a car riding around. I believe this was in San Francisco where the vehicle um, yield to the police car. Like, so it's like, I think a police car was coming up and it yield to that car. Then it pulled over to the nearest safe space. So I guess the police was like trying to, cause I think the car didn't stop necessarily at the right stop sign so the cop was went over to like pull over the car and the car i think recognized was being pulled over so it slowed down a little bit but then it wasn't in a air quote safe environment to stop so the car sped up a little bit and the cops thought oh shit this this car you know it's about to be a chase well not really because the car actually only sped up a little bit to go to the next intersection where it found a spot that was a little safer to park off the street and the car did that and when the cops got up to the car, they realized there's nobody in here. There was no one in that car. It was a driverless car. How does that happen? It was being tested. The car was testing. Chevy Cruise was testing. Was it Chevy? Uh -huh. It was testing out the cruise technology. But let's be honest here. Like, how educated are most police officers? Oh, look, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that on this podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yes, you're right. Um, but what was pretty sweet because that's a good question on the car i think it was on the back side because i actually saw the video on a driver's side the back window or right near that area it was a phone number in case of emergency or issue please call this number so the cops were able to call the number and they all kind of sort of worked it out um so it was like a cruise personnel so there was no citation that was issued so who's supervising this car though like i feel like you know as you run these tests you can't just let it like just ride on its own you know well i'm, a, I'm assuming they would have to have some fail safe there to be able to shut it down or right. intervene from a remote destination just like they would do with those with those stealth bombers not stealth bombers those uh drones that they okay. fly in yeah, the military yeah. i'm yeah. sure that's like the ability to do that um but i did know it when i continue to read with this article it said we work closely with the san francisco police department on how to interact with our vehicles um and have a dedicated phone number for them to call for situations like this so you know i guess that makes sense you yeah. let them know in enhance so that to your point yeah. you know did we were they educated and, and and trained on how to handle this and i think that's going to be a big question what happens if i know i'm attacked i'm certain people would do it i'm intoxicated I don't want to call an Uber. I also don't want to leave my car here. So I'm going to have this car drive me home because I know it could take me home. I'm just going to be sitting in the driver's seat drunk. Like, I'm certain it, I'm, I'm certain once technology gets to a certain point in the next few years, this probably could happen. 
I wonder if they're gonna have like laws that you have to be sitting on like I don't know because like hmm. we can't do that if you put laws in like that then you, you you're gonna stifle innovation where we won't ever get to level five well maybe they don't want to ever get to level five yeah it's a uh... I guess we'll cross that bridge when we cross it, right? I guess they'll cross that bridge when they cross it. I'm gonna still drive these cars. Let let Tesla move to level three automation. I'm gonna do it. I know I'm one of those people. I like to early adopt. I like to just get involved with technology. I'm just that guy. I like that 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 spirit of innovation. You know, I'm not necessarily the individual who who shy away from it all. I like to embrace it and I love it. Um, I think it's pretty fun and pretty sweet. So anyways, guys, I think it's a pretty good topic. What do you guys think about self-driving and DUIs? What do you think about it? Would you would you would you drive on a road trip and be comfortable with the vehicle navigating on your behalf? I feel like because it's so early and I do have PTSD from, you know, prior situations or prior experiences with others who got in DUIs while I'm in the car. It's like, um, that itself just holds a lot of weight when it comes to, you know, adopting to, you know, just EVs and self, self-driving, self-driving vehicles and putting, I guess, my life in, in the automobile's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I'll wait for it. I'll wait for the laws to kind of, you know, catch up a little catch bit, catch up a little bit, and then and go from there. Well, I want to give a little shout out and support to the EVs that have the self driving technology, and even the, the the ICE vehicles that have some levels of automation or autonomous driving. I would say I think it's think about our eyes. We have two of them. We have two hands. But these cars now have sensors all around them and it have cameras all around. Mm-hmm. So essentially you're adding to your own eyes. You're enhancing your driving along with the vehicle. So I feel like for me, in that perspective, it's like a win-win. I'm able to look at what things I can control. But what about things I'm unaware of? Like the vehicle in front of the vehicle I can't see. The car can because of the placement of the cameras. What about the cars behind me that I'm not looking at, but the camera behind me is. Um, I think that's pretty dope um, to consider. Um, you know, one thing I can say, and this is like, you know, the cameras help out a lot, but and it's a little bit off off topic a little, but you know, also when I was on my trip to New York, my phone alerted me that my alarm on my car is triggered. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's happening? And so I immediately opened the app to see what was going on and what I like about what Tesla allows it allows you to turn on any of the four cameras Mm -hmm. left right front and back and I was able to click on a left right and then I looked to the back I was like wait why the alarm trigger I don't see anyone but I clicked on the front it's a guy right in front of the car he had dropped some boxes I think the boxes may have hit the car okay and I saw him picking them up and putting them on this like dolly sure I guess he was about to go deliver them somewhere and so I was like oh that's the issue it's not a big deal um and it was didn't fall on the car but you know i thought that was pretty oh maybe that's where that goddamn scratch came from uh-oh Shit, i just i just realized that that's what happened hopefully uh that camera picked up the license plate no he was walking he had a dolly so he didn't 
value might have scratched that. If you look at the car, I'll show you, it has two major grooves at the bottom, bottom. So like I, the bottom of the dolly might have like caught the lip of the yeah that's what happened i asked so i got my car detailed today and i actually literally was like well how did this happen damn that's what happened nice. motherfucker uh don't drive your tesla in new york do not i kept telling myself park the car in the garage i'm like oh it's fine it's sitting in this one spot the whole time damn it whatever anyways um uh, so back to that you know i think I think for everyone listening, I think is, you know, as I said, I'm an early adopter and I'm not trying to influence anyone to adopt, but I can say if you have more help, take the help. Um, if you want to be an early adopter, just make sure you have the funds just in case you did get, <laughs> you do get pulled over at DUI. <laughs> good point there. Um, all right, guys, uh, this is a big, pretty good episode. I thank Brian again for joining the podcast. Always, always. He's no, like always. in rotation number, is it four? Four? Yeah. It's a number. It's pretty fun. I like having a guy on and um, we may do it again in the future. Absolutely. Usually, uh, you know, Teslas and techs aren't, aren't really my my forte, but hey, I think I, I think I did all right. I think he needs to step it up. And I, need, I need to be an early adopter and be an early adopter. He has he has that big that big that big brand new thing out there. I won't call it what it is. Um, running over other cars. It's a, a petroleum guzzler. Hey, you call it that? I don't. How do you pay for that? Do you do you actually close your eyes when you go to the pump? I don't know, man, but the gas prices have been ridiculous. I need, uh, yo, shout out Larry Hogan, uh, Larry Hogan, yo, you, yo, help him, help me out, help that, him out. That tax, I need that gas tax credit to kind of. Did they? Did he delay it though? Recently, so it was like a couple months ago. It was like a month where he kind of like, uh, he kind of said like, the, you know, signed the bill and like, right. hey, there's no no gas station can tax the thirty six. Which is good though. I mean, I think we should have laws on the books in general. That we don't have this insane just i think people just price hike and there's no control over it i honestly don't know because like you know ukraine and the war has gone like radio silence so i don't, like, oh, I don't know what's happening well, right radio now. silence to us but to the extent yes right but i mean to be honest with you we don't get all of our oil from over there we have our own reserves no, I know. I so know, it's like yeah. it's almost like why are we feeling the pain i understand europe because most of their oil comes from russia right but not here I mean, we get a percentage of. I know we do, right? But not everything. So it's like, what are we doing? All right. So we need the conspiracy theorists to come <laughs> on the line. <laughs> no, those conspiracy people go a little too, too rogue for me. I'm like, guys, no one is out to get you all the time. Make sure you make, I'll come with my uh, foil cap next time. <laughs> all right, Brian. All right. So next time, guys, um, consider donating to the podcast next time we go live. In fact, I think I want to make a live episode pretty soon. So in, until then, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No pants required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcast, even saying, Alexa, play No Pants Required. Peace. See you guys.